Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Scott Hope, Deputy National Service Director for Benefits at the Disabled American Veterans National Office in Cold Spring, Kentucky. The U.S. Army has agreed to reconsider the cases of thousands of veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars with mental health conditions who have received other than honorable discharges. The decision is part of a settlement agreement in a class action lawsuit brought by two Connecticut veterans. Scott and Bill discuss the ramifications of this court decision and how the DAV is and will be prepared to assist veterans receiving revised discharge file claims where that is appropriate. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And you're going to want to listen very carefully to this program because I have with me Scott Hope. Scott is with the Disabled American Veterans in the Washington office. He's the Deputy National Service Director for Benefits. Scott, it is so great to have you on the program. And we're going to be talking about a lawsuit that the Army lost, Kennedy versus McCarthy. I don't want the Army to lose very much. But in this instance, I think the courts are going to help a lot of veterans. And Scott, would you jump in there and give us the background on that case? Perfect, Bill. I appreciate it, and I appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, have us on your show today. Basically, what happened with uh, Kennedy uh, versus McCarthy is two veterans received discharges that were not honorable discharges. Any discharge that is classified as anything besides honorable, you do have the possibility of losing benefits with the Department of Veterans Affairs. Yes, that can really hurt. Well, it does, and it can hurt the family, it can hurt the veteran, and, and most importantly, veterans, in, in, in the specific case of, of, of these two individuals, they had discharges that were not considered honorable because of situations they ran into while in service, while deployed, and those conditions led to behavior that eventually the Department of the Army said, well, listen, that's not considered honorable for the Department of Army, and therefore we're going to give you uh, what they call a bad paper discharge, which is anything that's other than honorable. Um, you know, that, so if you re- go ahead. I, I'm just going to say that I, I grew up in a time period where we used to go to these little visitor stations all over the and little stores, and they would have all these beautiful little trinkets and things, and they had a sign in every one of them that said, if you break it, you bought it. And I kind of feel that way about these vets. We broke it. We bought it. Time to help them. Right. It's time to do the right thing. 
And we've been looking at this type of behavior, the, the, the type of uh, discharges received for a very long time. And what this particular court case did was told the Department of the Army, listen, you're going to go back to 2001 and take a look at all these veterans that received anything less than an honorable discharge from 2001 till 2011. And then from 2011 forward, you're going to automatically re-adjudicate or make a new decision on anybody who's applied for an upgrade. Okay. So it's a very important process because again, the, the benefits change as a discharge status changes. I will say this, and I may repeat myself, Bill. Um, That's fine. But veterans should not wait to file the claim. Okay. If they believe that they have a disability associated with service, if they have a bad paper discharge and other than honorable discharge, they should get with DAV, a different VSO if they choose to, but they need to file that claim as soon as possible. Even before their case is reviewed? Absolutely. Because the Department of Veterans Affairs, when they take a look at a case, they can decide on their own ability that even though an other than honorable discharge was issued, a veteran made that, that character of discharge determination from the VA may entitle them to benefits anyway. Really? So the end all be all is not just the fact that you had an other than honorable discharge on that DD-214. You know, there's a lot of different cases, you know, where the, the, the facts of the service members, you know, places of duty, the specifics of their medical records, what those show, you know, for instance, let's say an individual was, you know, deployed, you know, was a paratrooper, was doing great on their physical fitness test, eventually had some serious knee issues after, you know, 15 jumps, 20 jumps, yeah. started getting a little bit chubby, yeah. right? And then they're booted because, and other than honorable discharge, because yeah, we, like you said, we kind of broke you. We still owe you, but the, the fact that you can't pass your height and weight on your physical uh, army physical fitness test, we're kind of going to push you out the door. Don't worry. And this is an, this is another big one that a lot of folks hear is, well, don't worry. If you get an other than honorable discharge, the, the army automatically upgrades it to honorable after six months. Okay. I don't know where that rumor started, but it is. I've seen it though on the web. It's absolutely not true. There is no such thing. One of the things I keep pointing out to our listeners is that be careful of what you read on the web. What we're giving you here is, if you don't mind being called the horse's mouth, we're giving you information from the top that's direct and it's clear and it's accurate. If you go on the web, you're getting information from the other end of the horse. <laughs> that's 100% accurate, Bill. I would, <laughs> the other end of the horse is not where you want to receive no. any of your information. <laughs> So, so the people who got these BCDs or bad paper discharges in the past, is there some procedure they have to do or is it automatic? So immediately following, so if the Department of Veterans Affairs receives a claim from a veteran who received an other than honorable discharge, their first action is to make a character of discharge determination. And like I said, there are many different things, and I have seen it where the Department of Veterans Affairs had said, listen, this person served seven years, eight years. You know, maybe they did do a height and weight problem. Maybe they made one mistake. But this isn't a pattern of misconduct. 
right? It may not be another another good example, I guess I would say is uh, drug use, right? There was a no tolerance implementation and that has been really a big deal. So, you know, an individual young man, young lady uh, gets off their second tour to Iraq or Afghanistan, goes to Vegas, you know, makes a mistake with something that's perfectly legal there, right. comes <laughs> back, <laughs> comes back. And now they're getting, you know, now they're getting discharged. So, so the, the first step is never waiting to file the claim, regardless of what's on that DD-214. Where did they go to file that claim? You come to the DAV. Come to the DAV. Yep. So uh, you, you have can, to be uh, a member to come and ask for help. Absolutely not. We help everybody. We would enjoy your membership within our organization, but we feel all veterans are entitled to competent representation. So we help everybody that we can. Uh, anybody that walks in the door and asks for it, they get the same type of representation as our members do. I think so it should very- be important for me to note that I am a lifetime member of DAV and a great supporter of what you do because you literally, your organization has changed my life in the way they help me file claims. Right. And, you know, the DAV is, a, it's, a, it's like you said, it, it's a great organization. There is a lot of stuff that the organization does as far as transportation network, getting veterans to their VA uh, appointments, doing our um, disaster relief if, if tragedy hits. You know, we have many, many facets and opportunities for veterans to take advantage of. But the biggest program that we offer is our service program. It is helping all those hundreds of thousands of veterans a year. How do they contact you? If somebody wants to have somebody help them with their discharge papers, how do they get in touch with you? That's a great question. So the first thing that you want to do when you're following the Department of Veterans Affairs claim and getting in contact with the DAV is we have an 888 number. That phone number is 888-604-0234. And would you Uh, repeat that, please, very slowly? No problem. That phone number is 1-888-604-0234. That's a national number. You can call that from anywhere, toll free, and get in contact with the individual who will be able to assist you through the process of filing a VA claim. And when the person answers the phone, what do you tell them? Well, the the first thing that you're going to tell them is, you know, that you want to file a VA claim. This is my personal information, right? Because what we're going to do is we're going to place you into our internal case management system so we can track everything that the VA does, all the correspondence that we have with you. And then what will happen is they'll have a a service officer get in contact with you who is very, very knowledgeable about all this information. Okay. So again, it's kind of a two-pronged approach. So the Department of the Veterans Affairs can make a character of uh, discharge determination when they're adjudicating the claim for service-connected benefits. At the same time, what you would want to do is fill out the actual documentation that you need for the, the Board of Corrections to make that determination as well. So when we're doing that, we actually have a partnership with a organization called the Veterans Consortium, or TVC for short, and it's been a fantastic partnership. They have worked with a lot of veterans. They are true experts in this. They have attorneys all over the country that have been trained through the program pro bono. Okay. And that's an important word, pro bono, which means for some folks that aren't up on Latin, that means for free. That does, that's right. That means for free. We're not going to charge anything. One of the best options about TBC is 
regardless if they can take your case on or not, you will receive a, a packet that they have put together that is just a fantastic self-help guide to which forms you need to fill out because it is different. If you've been out of the military for more than 15 years, you use what's called a DD form 149. DD okay. form 149 if you've been out more than 15 years. That's correct. And then there's a different form, a DD form 293 that you use if you haven't passed that 15-year discharge date. DD form 293 if you're less than 15 years out of the military. That's correct. And Bill, I'll tell you, if you go to vets.gov and search for discharge review, it will pull up a wizard where you say, okay, I was in the army. I was in at this point in time, this is my discharge status. And it will tell you exactly what forms you need to fill out, what information. Go ahead. By, by the way, I want you to know as you're listening, if you tuned in late, you're listening to Scott Hope, Disabled American Veterans in Washington office. He's the Deputy National Service Director for Benefits. And you've given out so much good information already. Well, I appreciate that, Bill. We just want people to have the right information and get everything that they're entitled to and everything that they've that they've earned through their service. And again, I think going back to the Department of Veterans Affairs, they have a nice wizard that you can use. It'll tell you what form you need to fill out if you're requesting an upgrade. It will tell you where you need to send that form because there's a lot of different places depending on your branch of service and your date of discharge where that form needs to go. We're down to about the last minute. But also, almost every, if not all, VA hospitals have a DAV representative there at the hospital, do they not? The VA hospitals, some we do. Some we have representatives there. Some we have volunteers there from departments or chapters. Uh, The best way to get in contact with the DAV across the nation is, like I said, the 1888 number. So that that phone number again. Yeah, that 888 number is 1888. 604-0234. And that will get you in contact with somebody who will take down some information and get you in contact with one of our benefits experts. Or you can visit benefitsquestions.org. Again, that's benefits with an S, questions with an S.org. And that will take you to what's called our NSO locator site. And you can put in your zip code and it'll tell you exactly the contact information, what office is is going to assist you through the process and how to email them. We're just about out of time, but it should be pointed out as we talk about this, we're talking about discharge upgrades. But people, if you have a good paper discharge already and feel you have a claim for some disability you got in the military, those phone numbers still work, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, that's how everybody gets in contact with us. Scott, I've got just a minute. Is there anything I haven't asked that you really need to get across to our audience? Well, and since this was predicated on the Kennedy court case that we talked about, I will say that there were two specific actions the Department of the Army is taking and the Department of the Army only is taking with those individuals who had those bad paper discharge. The first one is beginning in, uh, from 2001 until 2011. Now, those are not going to be automatically redecided. So anybody within those two time periods must resubmit their request. And we can help them do that. Absolutely. The other portion of that is from uh, that 2011 forward. Those will be automatically re-adjudicated and the individuals should receive notice of those. 
One thing that you brought up there, I think is very important. You said the Department of Army only. What about the other services? Are they going to be doing the same thing? I hope so, Bill. I'll tell you that the Overton window has really switched on the kind of combat situations that all of our branches of service have had and what we really should be looking at on each one of them individuals. So the Department of Navy is in a same type of suit where they want them to also look at the discharges, possibly do the same type of relief for the individuals between 2011, 2020, and the 2001 to the 2011. Hopefully that goes forward. Yale Law thought that it would. The Department of the Army saying, okay, we will re-adjudicate the ones specified 2011 till 2020, and we'll re-notify anybody who didn't get a complete grant of benefits in 2001 to 2011. That is a big step. And the other thing that they point out is the correct application of the guidance that was issued in 2017. And that guidance really pointed to MST, TBI, and any other mental health condition that should be looked at. So we're trending in the right direction. I hope the Navy takes a step backwards to look at it and then move forward properly like the Army did here. But that's just not guaranteed right now. So best of luck to them fighting that battle with the with, with the Department of Navy. We are out of time. In fact, we've been out of time for a while. We're going to stretch this broadcast a little bit. My guest today has been Scott Hope, Disabled American Veterans, Washington Office, Deputy National Service Director for Benefits. Thank you for being on the show with me. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll catch you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.